Welcome to episode 94, part 3 of Geeksters. I'm your host, Ed. I'm your host, Sean. Do you notice I put no effort into that intro? <laughs> it's like, yeah, part of three, threesome, Geeksters, you know the deal. <laughs> Here's a bunch of words. Put it together yourself. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, you're adults. I trust you. <laughs> you're smart. It's part three, so you know pretty much what's going on. Yeah. Hopefully you listen to part one and two. You're not going, you're not starting off with part three. <laughs> you know, or maybe there are people out there that go, you know what? I really don't care much about the box office. Let's get into maybe they're fans of Life, the Universe, and everything with Erica, which usually happens in the second part. Yeah. So let's listen to that. Or some people are fans of when we do the news. Yeah. Because that's where, you know, we have opinions and, you know, fight or argue. And so maybe people kind of like listen to that first. Yeah. And then go backwards. They listen to episode three, then two, then one, or all those combinations that are available to you. Mm hmm. Here I am spouting out. You're just like, uh huh. Okay. Uh, all right. Okay. Ditto. <laughs> what he said. I just pushed the buttons. Fill, fill, fill. Fill, fill, fill. Fill, fill, fill. It sounds better. Some words. Fill, 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 fill. Fill, fill, fill. Fill, fill. Here's a YouTube clip. Fill, fill. <laughs> so here in part three, we talk nerd news. Um, and nerd news basically kind of encompasses for those people who are new to the show. Any kind of geek entertainment as far as movies, comic books, or regular books, or TV shows, anything in the realm of pop culture, mm -hmm. I would kind of categorize it. Every once in a while, I'll throw out, hey, look, robots are doing shit. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, um, I'm going to say, you don't listen to the show for deep social commentary. <laughs> yeah. You do it for the dick and fart jokes. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's why you're here. I don't think I'm any kind of thespian <laughs> to let you guys think that, oh, oh, what Sean says is so important. <laughs> Not at all. No. These are ramblings of a madman who probably just stands, mm. who, if he didn't have a microphone, he'd probably still be saying the exact same things just in the comfort of his own home. <laughs> I'd be sitting in my underwear at my desk, scratching my gut going, you know what sucks, Wonder Woman? <laughs> I can't believe they got white woman to write Wonder Woman. That's awesome. How about that Lucas Museum? Woo, yeah. I just talk to myself. Just. Where's that Lucas Museum? Chicago, way to go, Chi-Town. A deep dish R2 pizza. It's the deep dish Millennium Falcon. <laughs> that would work. The shape of the Millennium Falcon pizza. Yeah. Basically, all I do is just, after you make a regular pizza, cut out the one slice and square off the edges. Because they already put You know, that. flying pizza. Well, because they always have that, like, I don't know where you're, where you are at, people at home listening to the show or in your car or whatever. But some places will put, like, that little plastic kind of, like... Table thing. Yeah, I always call it a table. Yeah. So you take that and you just put it on, like, this little stick. It becomes a little... Woo -woo -woo -woo. <laughs> Little radar the little radar dish. And you can fly it around the room. <laughs> That's no moon. <laughs> You're all clear, kid. Now let's blow this thing and go home. See, that adults will go back to stop playing with your food. Right. <laughs> but Mom's Looney Falcon. Or kids will be doing that to their parents. Mom, stop playing with the pizza. I'm hungry. Shh. 
We're making the castle run in 12 parsecs. <laughs> no, the Imperial, the Imperials, we got to dump our load. Pew, 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 pew. It's a great shot, kids. One in a million. Now let's blow this and go home. Woo! <laughs> That's not the line, Ma. Shut up. I'm your mother. <laughs> now you'll starve. <laughs> and that's the ramblings of a man. <laughs> End scene. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so enjoy the news. <laughs> we'll be back. And we're back live on HogmanRadio.com, iTunes Radio, tune in, iHeartRadio.com. Just your Rockmanet Radio and those apps. Woo! <laughs> and we're back, folks. Yay. So, let's get into what we here at Geeksters like to call the nerd news. All right. <laughs> Wait on you, Ed. <laughs> oh, it's me. Oh, okay. You are the one who does the nerd news. All right. <laughs> Let's try this one out. DC hires a female writer to take over Wonder Woman. All right. And then we're not talking about the movie, folks. Unfortunately, we're talking about the comic book. The creative writing team of David and Meredith Finch will be taking over the series, the the uh, uh, comic series, uh, starting in like November. And uh, basically what they're doing is they're shying away from the Azurio artist, which an, uh, an artist, Cliff Chang, of the uh, Amazonian uh, Greek mythology type thing. And they're going to pen it into the relationship with the Justice League and balancing those duties oh, and responses of the Amazons. Ugh. All right. Um, I started reading the new 52 version of Wonder Woman. Yeah. I liked it. It hung around the whole Greek mythology. You know, went back to her roots. Right. But after a while, you know, you have that storyline is eventually going to run, play its course. And when they do, when they usually hire a new artist and a new writer, especially a new writer, they usually try to bring um, a, because of a different storyline. Yes, <clears throat> it's not very rarely is it. Hey, you're going to keep the storyline and you're going to continue writing. And usually they do in arcs. So I mean, if they're going to hurry, like okay, so it doesn't sound like it's a Wonder Woman title. It sounds like a spinoff of the Justice League. Yeah. That's what know, it sounds like based on this article, yeah. And so, which means is I gotta I don't know if her and Superman are still in a relationship at this point. So it's not, and they already have a Superman Wonder Woman uh, comic book. So it doesn't seem to be it. I, I hate to say it. It sounds to me it's not going to be Wonder Woman stories. It's going to be Wonder Woman with somebody else, or maybe she'll have like a side. Like if it's with her relationship with the Justice League, there better be a shit ton of fucking Batman in it, right? You know, because like I said before, many times on the show, she should really be with Bruce and not Clark. Right. You know, but, uh... The love triangle. Yeah, I guess. You know, <laughs> I, I just, I hope it doesn't, like, don't, uh, my fear is don't reduce Wonder Woman into a secondary character that's tied into almost soap opera-ish, like, proportions. Now, I don't know if that's, be I wouldn't say it's because of a female writer, because uh, Gal Simone was writing Batgirl, and that wasn't soap opera at all. It was pretty mm. kick ass. Right. So I'm kind of like, uh, all right, well, good luck. <laughs> I mean, unless they're unless they're trying to um, lay a groundwork to make it easier to understand her character in the movie. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Because if, like, I kind of feel like because Batman versus Superman, you know, the Dawn of Justice. 
God, can you get that tighter title any longer? Um, I think since they're throwing so many people into the movie that they might they might try to paint a picture of those characters how they're going, they might appear in the movie. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, I'm talking about my ass, obviously, but it's just I don't know. You think they really? I mean, like that to me is kind of far fetched, if you believe it or not. I mean, I think more of there. It's going to be like a separate story, just because. I mean, let's be honest. I mean, the most moviegoers that want to see this movie don't really pick up a comic book. No, you know, no. But I mean, there's a lot of hardcore fans that are going to do that. Yeah, but there might be the reverse because I know that after Iron Man, the first Iron Man, Iron Man sales did shoot up. Mm. And they did kind of tailor Tony to be more like the movie him in the movie than he is in the comic book, you know. So I mean, there are like little tweaks in here that maybe they're trying to kind of hope that once that movie gets released, it'll increase sales for Batman, for Superman, for Wonder Woman, for anybody of the any of the other characters that mm. might appear in there. Whether they need the boost or not, I don't know. I mean, I'm not I'm not I am not looking over the books at DC saying, hey. No, we need we need to sell more Wonder Woman. Nah. You know, I don't know. I mean, I personally, I think, you know, yeah, it's great to hire a woman, but do you really need to publicize that? I mean, I can't. You know, you know what they do? Kind of, they do kind of publicize whenever they get a new writer, anyway. Yeah. To kind of say, hey, if you like this person's work, guess who's coming? Kind of thing. So I, I guess it's like par for the course. To me, DC has this habit of kind of over, and Marvel does it too. I'm not, you know, both camps kind of do the old. Guess what we're doing, folks? Mm. You know, um, like they made a big deal over at Marvel with Ms. Marvel being a teenage lesbian Muslim. Right. Or, you know, or I think she's a lesbian. I'm not sure. She, she might be. She's Muslim. That's, I think mean, she's yeah. Muslim. Yeah. Um, or and young, too. 16. Yeah, she's, she's, she's yeah. you know, a teenager. Right. So I know they made a big deal. And, of course, every time they, you know, the whole North Star um, being gay, yeah. marrying him off. Big deal about that over at Marvel. Uh, DC, of course, you know, got the whole, hey, guess who we're killing off this month? Rotting. Yeah. You know, that kind of deal. So, I mean, all right. Good luck. <laughs> I, I, it's, you know. I hope, I hope many good things do happen, you know, yeah, for you the Wonder Woman series. And, you know, and it really kind of becomes the pinnacle of their DC catalog. Well, they've had some really good writers in Wonder Woman over the past year. So, yeah, I don't know what else does, did, did say in the article what else she has written. No, she does not give it back on. Let's see, on, if, uh, see on if I can find right. it. I mean, like you said, I mean, I don't know. I don't know of her writings. It's not Jeff Loeb or um, Jeff Johns, mm-hmm. you know, or Frank Miller. Like it's not one or you know, like it's not a name that pops out like Gal Simone. You know, kinda yeah, those names that pop out. Kind of go, oh, they're writing something. I'm in. Yeah, you know, Grant Morrison. You know, like the guys we, right, the big ones, the yeah. big ones that we know or that have always done like stellar work. Where the moment they're attached to a project, you go, oh, now I'm interested in what that character has to say now. Right. You know, well, just like I said, you like I said, good luck to them. I hope they do very well in this. And uh, you know, Mazel Tov. I mean, I don't know if this is the first time they had a female writer for Wonder Woman, but yeah, they might have. Yeah, I mean, I'll find that out too. But I mean, if they're making, if they're talking about it, probably chances are it is. It is, yeah. Um, I found she has written another comic. Uh, she appeared in Grim Fairy Tales presents Tales from Oz. Oh, okay. okay. I've, I've and read that. She's married to uh, artist David Finch. There you go. All right. So I'm looking up for uh, women writers. Is that in the article? Is that Finch's drawing? 
of Wonder Woman? Um, because I would like to see some of his art. You know, I don't know because I got to be honest. It doesn't really look like because it looks like an older version of her. Yeah, of Wonder Woman. I do. Oh, you know what? I think I did see a picture of uh, of of a Wonder Woman drawing he did, and someone was bitching that didn't they? like she looked good. Mm-hmm. Looked a little young though, like in the face. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I, I, you know, yes, there have been female writers. Oh, okay. Mindy Newell. Jody Picoult. Gail Simone. And apparently, it looks like Gail Simone may have been the longest, at least female writer. Which, again, always chuckles like when people start doing the whole, like, Wonder Woman, like, the whole sexist thing with what she wears. If one of the longest writers is a female writer, you're, you're, your information about that character obviously is limited by what you think you know. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, and um, because a writer can go and an artist can go, look, we can we can actually change some of this up, like right. put her in a different outfit. Or Gail Simone's also the writer for Batgirl. Yeah, uh, she that's became the writer earlier. in 2011, and then she got fired and then got rehired again. She's also known. Um, she's best known for penning DC's Birds of Prey. Yeah, uh, she's done Secret Six, Welcome to Tranquility, the All New Adam, and Deadpool. And then in 2007, she took over Wonder Woman. Right. All right. Yeah. So I mean, it's like the first run, the first book of Wonder Woman, the the, uh, the reboot, mm. wasn't that big on the artwork. Okay. Like, it, I mean, the art looked good, but just it. You know what it felt like because they were doing the whole Greek, Greek mythology. It did sometimes the panels did look like they were been etched on like the Colosseum, you know, like, uh, okay. like how they do like the higher the hieroglyphic look. Yeah, that's kind of how it was. A lot of sharp angles, not a lot of curves. Okay, they they were the ones though, which I was I liked because the whole hey we're Amazons, you know, a a, a ground of kind of. You know, an island full of women. Mm-hmm. How do they reproduce? Like, no one's ever really, like, really went with, hey, how does all this happen? So, with the first, uh, the first arc, with the who was the original two that you said in an article? Uh, the original two were Brian Az- Azarello and uh, Chris Chang. Yeah, they um, Cliff Chang. Cliff Chang. Yeah, they right. went back to like she wasn't made out of clay. She was actually um, Zeus's daughter. Yeah. You know, and then they actually had, like, well, how are kids made? You know, how do you keep the how do you keep the species alive? They would go out and basically rape men. Yeah. You know, and, and make sure that they would, they would you know, find men, have sex with them. And then they were actually using the men as slaves to help um, with building weapons and stuff like that. Mm. So, like, I found that, like, it was kind of controversial because it was like, oh, Controversial only because it was inviting the whole sex aspect and the whole real history behind Amazonians in it. Right. Which I thought was fascinating, but the artwork wasn't pulling me in. Okay. The story was good, but the artwork, I kind of need that nice balance. Right. And I think because comics is more of a visual medium, I, I'm willing to let go of some of the storyline because of the art is so beautiful. Right. Like Ed uh, Benes, I always liked his work, you know, as an artist. I put, I, I've like, I usually share like a lot of this stuff. Mm-hmm. But, you know, all right. So, yay. All right. A woman writer coming to Wonder Woman. Nice. But she will put her in pants. I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So what else is? What's next? The CW Arrow adds DC hero Katana to the cast for season three. Yes, I know. It's a, 
I like what Arrow's doing because they're bringing in more DC characters, and uh, the actress that they got to play her. They, they, they... Yes, it's. I'm gonna Devin Aoki. Thank you. Yes. I'm gonna butcher that name from She's Sin City, City, right? So yeah. She played the samurai wielding sword yes. actress. Yes. There was only one, one Asian character in that entire yeah. movie, so if you go, it's the Asian chick from uh, Sin City. You go, oh, I know who that is. Yep. So yeah, all right. Uh, it'd be nice to see. I wonder. I wonder how far they're going to go with it because apparently her dead husband's soul is in her sword, and she talks to her sword a lot. Wow. Me so, was so, her uh, her character in Sin City. Okay, so I wonder if they're going to add that in, or if it's going to be like, uh, you know, she she might be calf crazy. <laughs> 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 but all right, I'm looking forward to season three. I still have to finish season two. I just haven't been able to get over You haven't season. finished season two yet? No. Ah. I've been trying to get over my sister's house, but my uh, my youngest nephew, Lucas, um, you know, had a little bit of cold, ah. so I don't want to go over there. And then my oldest nephew, Logan, he had a slight case of uh, um, uh, something. He was sick, too, for a couple of days. Ah. So it was just like, and then Danielle was sick, and Bob was sick. Now. So it's... It, it's going through. through the house. You yeah. know, so I'm like, you know what? You guys are walking human Petri ditch. I'm not going to go over until, <laughs> until all of you are healthy. So, <laughs> I mean, we did go over yesterday for the 4th of July because it's Bob's birthday. Right. You know, I'm, I'm like, all of America celebrates his birthday. All right. Nice. Uh, yeah. You know, but, all right. So what else is next? Let's try this one off for size. The Associated Press is planning to use robots to write news articles. Okay. At what point are humans just pointless? Well, what kind of articles are they writing? I mean, are they... Okay, here's the thing. It's not... Let's be honest. It's not like robots are coming up with these storylines. No. It's like, hey, this is the story, and they know the letters, and they type out the letters of the story onto... Uh, I'm sure they're... they're, Well, basically, they're they're pulling information, and they're going to generate over about (laughs) 4,400 news articles per quarter which is standard for the Associated Press is 300 by the human means. Right. So it's going to be a huge difference. You're going to see a lot more it's news articles based off the robotic. It goes to show you the old adage of if you throw a bunch of monkeys in a, in a room with typewriters, eventually they'll make some Shakespearean work. Exactly. <laughs> I'll be impressed when they got sex spots like on, on this human. <coughs> That's when I'll be impressed. I mean, it's neat. It's, it's an interesting concept. Maybe, I mean, I, personally, I think print news is a dead art I mean everything's a click away well technically it's still print art I mean print news I mean it's still there just not in the same format of a newspaper well, yeah but I mean there's no magazine there's no kid going two dollars please <laughs> you know there's none of that well no yeah. some some are some are but so, it's I not I mean it, there, some are behind paywalls and but for me unless it's something that I need for research like say for a paper for school or something Chances are really good. I just find another link to go to. I mean, let's just face it. The, the good old image of Al Bundy standing up, tucking the paper under his arm as he goes upstairs to the bathroom. This is a dead art. Yeah, that is a dead art. Never, never, like, nobody's sitting on the crap or reading the newspaper. It'd either I thumb through my nook or through a comic book. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I'll play like Candy Crush. You know? yeah. <laughs> I mean, sometimes I still buy newspapers, but it's usually when I need it for like my weaving or something right. to or i need to mail something and i need to pack out the box like i very rarely actually read it i think the only i mean i obviously i read books but i read magazines still i haven't gotten behind magazines on online yet i don't like that 
You know, like magazines online. No. no. Why? I just I. It's well, it's like it's like people who love the digital. Like there's something about there's something about it. yeah. Like I like I, yeah. I like the the physical. Medium. I mean, as much as I like the digital comic book, there's still something about being able to sit, you know, and read an actual comic to be able mm. to kind of feel the texture of the paper. And yeah. Maybe like the artwork always seems to like is digitally. Yeah, sure, it's awesome. You can save anything as a background or whatever. But there's something still tangible about holding that comic book, nostalgic almost. Yeah. I mean, it, I would say 10 years from now, like if a, little, if a 10-year-old kid's now want, looking at comic books through a digital medium, he's never going to know that, like I think it's because we were kids and only we had... We grew up to it, yeah. There's something about that tangibility. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ooh. Of, of that paper and color scheme just popping out at you. Okay. Oh. Oh. Aaron, what's next? <laughs> Star Wars deflector shields are physically possible? Sort of. Okay. A group of students at the University of Leicester has provided a feasible of Star Wars type deflector shields, at least theoretically. And they have also pointed out they've already been taking advantage of some of these concepts to make these shields possible. The theories about the, how the deflector shield works is this. You set up an extremely strong magnetic field surrounding your ship. This magnetic field will be powerful enough to contain a large amount of plasma, which is heated up to a specific frequency. The plasma prevents radiation from passing through it. Yeah, I know. Too so, sciencey. <laughs> Just say there, you know, deflector shields. Are they coming or aren't they coming? Well, they're saying they they theoretically think they can put this together. Theoretically, think, yes. yeah, it's plausible. Yes. All right, yay for us. They say <laughs> so well, look they're going for to... that in a spaceship near you. First, we need like intergalactic space travel. They come to norm to worry about deflector shields. <laughs> we need to have a bunch get shot out of the sky first before we know. You know what we need? Shields. <laughs> 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 All right, so yay on technology. Yay on technology. <laughs> I mean, well, other than chips, what do you think we you could use uh, the deflector shield for? Yeah. Um, you know what? It depends. Like, if it's an actual shield, it might help with uh, planes crashing. Okay. Uh, cars. Like bird strikes. You know. Well, I mean, yeah, like uh, or ships. You know, maybe if you had like a, you wouldn't have to worry about maybe like. Slamming into an iceberg, you know. You're saying if the Titanic had a deflector shield, it would have probably nobody would have heard the, of the ship, right? And James Cameron never would have had a multi-billion-dollar movie to make, right? And we would never have to be subjected to that horrible song by Celine Dion. <laughs> Neil, okay, fire. so this is what needs to happen now. Somebody needs to invent a time machine so that they can take the deflector shield back to the Titanic, bounce that. Yeah, bounce the but, ship off the iceberg, save everybody's lives. Yeah, but then the Titanic becomes a sci-fi movie. Right. Yeah. I'm okay with that. See, the thing is... Because uh, Celine there's... Dion won't be involved. <laughs> you know, so, I mean, yeah, the... I don't know. I, I, I think that even that kind of butterfly effect where they, you, know, you change the past and the movie comes out, Celine Dion's still going to write a song for it. I mean, how it about... could be worse. Okay, here's another... It could be like in that bubble... Like living life and going, oh, that horrible song, and then the new movie comes out again. You're like, Jesus Christ, that was worse. I'd rather go back, shoot the guy that's going to give him the deflector shield, so I can listen to that damn song. <laughs> <laughs> See now, another thing: personal deflector shields. Like have, not for like you know, not like deflecting bullets, but you know, you no use for an umbrella. Yeah, 
You know, yeah, you have yeah. a, a shield around you that's movable and it fluctuates around through your body. Yeah. You can now walk through crowds and not worry about catching germs. Yeah. Like, you know, there'll be no stupid pictures of a bunch of, you know, overseas over in Japan with a bunch of people wearing face masks. That we all wear deflector shields. They all have deflector shields on. They all look regular people. And, you know, they won't, you know, it, well, I mean, okay, granted, let's hope that the deflector shield has the ability to intake oxygen. Like, would it be like, <laughs> like <laughs> a bunch of people turning on their, their personal shields, getting 10 feet going, <laughs> stupid idea. <laughs> the number one sensation on YouTube, deflector shield. <laughs> 12 people died today the deflector shield accident. They forget to add a filter. <laughs> they got 5 million views on that. <laughs> so how do you feel? Is it kind of good? Um, yeah, the fuck is it? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, oh my god, quick turn it off! <laughs> okay, uh, Steve, take some notes. Um, subject died uh, 10 minutes in. Uh, got that air holes? Or, <laughs> we need to find a way to be able to filter in fresh air. And leave out any kind of germs. <laughs> if not, oh, imagine they, if not, they suffocate. Oh, imagine that though. Like farting. Like, <laughs> you would see Sean and his deflector show. You don't hear, of course. And then we're just talking, and he's like, like gagging, <laughs> and like, like he's like, like waving his arms <laughs> in front of his face. When the dwarves are going down to, to take care of his, his yeah. penis, they're going to have a deflector shield over yeah. his ass so it just backfires. Exactly. What's what? It, it, it saved is, Dopey's life! Here's the problem. See, like, if I get, like, when I get in my car, yeah. I, my body temperature is runs hot. Yeah. Okay? So if I go from, like, a lot of times if it's hot... He's going to cook himself in his window, deflector shield. The, the windows will steam. Like, you know, ever put your sunglasses on, they fog up a yeah. little bit. I know for a fact that my deflector shield will always have that fog look. <laughs> because I'm going to be so hot inside of it, that it's just going to be this. I'll be like... <laughs> two little holes. Or just kind of doing this with my arm, wiping off the sweat from inside of it. <laughs> or you'll be, doing the, you'll be doing the Fletcher... Uh, <laughs> uh, shit. Joker. It's like, why so serious? Put a big smile. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, he is fucking creepy in there. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, all right. Yeah, deflector shields. <laughs> he, he has to have a hole big enough in the deflector shield to put in air conditioner. Yeah. <laughs> all right. What else you got? Stop everything. Tina Fey is producing the Hocus Pocus sequel. Uh, why? Uh, yeah, we'll that's my first. Don't question. get me wrong. I love Tina Fey. I love Tina Fey, but Hocus Pocus is not a movie that needs a sequel. Uh, if it did, it would have been done decades ago. How old is that movie? Let me find. I'm out. gonna say uh, mid '90s, early '90s. 1993. Yeah. Ah, there boom. you go. All right. Yeah. Who's the man? What? What? <laughs> so I remember watching one years ago. I remember like I've seen it. I thought it was good. Uh, I, I don't know. Are they going to have those three in it again? Because, oof, I don't want to see that movie. <laughs> Bette yeah. Miller, Sarah Jessica Parker, and Kathy, Kathy and Jimmy. The Jimmy. The sweet call. Uh, yeah, I... No. Yeah, I mean, if anything, they'll probably make it like a prequel and they'll be hot teenage girls. You know, it'll be like Tina, the, uh, Sabrina the Teenage Witch plus two. 
uh, with a cross of Mean Girls in it. You know, eh, I don't know. It doesn't really need to be made, but... Well, it's good. It says it focuses on a housewife with distant relations to the sisters, Sanderson, whose children are caught up with a fuss. Some... God, I was kind of accurate for not a... There you go, yeah, so... For just taking a wild guess. So, yeah, so... Whoosh. Yeah, I don't... I mean, I thought Tina Fey... Tina, she, she's good, and I don't know if she'll star in it, but... Okay, all right. In the world of in the world of Transformers Four, I guess you know Hocus Pocus Two can't be that <laughs> anything bad. can happen. <laughs> it can't be that bad. They made a they made a they made a sequel for Tron. They'll make a sequel for Hocus Pocus. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Way to go, <with> Disney. <sighs> when in doubt, make a sequel. That's true. Always go back to the well. We can make it better this time around. All right, what's next? Uh, Nick Cadden tips hat on playing Richard Pryor. Yeah, I remember how he was playing because he's been doing some like uh, hairstyles and yeah. So he was he was a guest on TMZ Live on Wednesday where he said the movie's not yet in production and he wanted to jinx it, but it pretty much he's saying everything. Oh, so it's like I don't want to jinx it, but if there was going to be a Richard Pryor movie, chances are I would love to be in that. You know. <laughs> Wink, but wink, nudge, nudge. Say no I more. don't want to jinx because I do kind of look like him. I have to work on the voice, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I just, uh, I, all right. I mean, okay. Look, he's been in a handful of movies. Yeah, they've been kind of. In, I mean, I like Drumline. You know, it's a little. You yeah, know, it's a fun fact about Shauna. I like Drumline. Aww. I don't watch um, America's Got Talent because I can't stand that those kind of shows, except for So You Think You Can Dance. <laughs> I like this. Oh, I hate all those shows except for So You Think. Again, because to me, So You Think You Can Dance is more of a job interview than an actual talent show. Well, I mean, they they do try and do an act in Vegas or something like that. I think the winner. Yeah, the winner gets an act in Vegas, but really, come on. <laughs> I mean, like I don't at Chico's Bar and Grill, yeah. <laughs> way off the Strip. You're going to see this act yeah. about thirty miles off the Strip. Yeah, it's Reno. <laughs> it's it Reno. Yeah, and Bumblefuck Nevada. Yeah, no. Yeah. All right. I mean, yay. Light week. Yeah. All right, what else? Uh, let's see if I can do this one. Probably not, but here we go. Del Toro promises a very different Pacific Rim 2 and teases animated series. I'm in, Ed. You're in? I don't care. As long as... The very, very different Pacific Rim 2 is still giant robots, giant monsters kicking the shit out of each other. I'm still in. All right. I, I read this article or something close to it. And, okay. And he's got some ideas, you know, like they were talking about, they were talking about making a sequel even while they were doing the first movie because Del Toro, Benicio does, kind of does that. You know, he does talk about a bigger world than just one film. Yeah. So they were kept mowing around hoping for the best. You know, like, and eventually they came across something that they, they liked. All right, I'm in. I, I can't... Again, I'm a huge fan of the first one. I highly recommend the first one. No, that was so, good. I mean, I, I enjoyed it. I mean, I didn't see much of a plot or... Uh, again? But it's... Didn't too, need one. Right. Again, here's your plot. It's one of those popcorn movies. Here's your plot. Giant monsters fighting giant robots. What more do you need? Do you really need character development? No. Do you really need to know that the our hero suffered through some kind of traumatic event that'll make him stronger in the end? 
No. No. You, you're advertising giant robots punching giant monsters in their fucking mouth. I'm in. All right. I, just, I mean, again, people are going, why don't you like the Transformer movie? Because, again, they're not, they promised you Optimus Prime mounted on top of Grimlock. <laughs> and you're not getting that until two hours into the movie. Until then, I got a Transformer. I think we got a Transformer. <laughs> the acting rage of Marky Mark. <laughs> Which is, which is bad, because I like him in some movies, but in other movies, I'm just like, oh, oh boy. I mean, you put Nicolas Cage to shame. <laughs> wow. Wow. Ouch. Sorry. Ouch. You know? Nicolas Cage is a genius sometimes. The over-the-top, you go for that. Yeah. Like, I think we found a Transformer. Like, no. What are you dating my daughter for? Yeah, it's, uh. <laughs> uh, all right. So, uh. so, 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 look forward to Pacific Rim two in twenty seventeen. I think he said the movie's gonna come out that they're shooting for twenty seventeen. Twenty seventeen. You're right. Oh, booyah! Booyah! April twenty seventeen. All right. So there you go. I'm in first summer movie of twenty seventeen. I'm in. All right. What else? What else? You want more? More? Yeah. I'll give you more. Yeah, sure more. <laughs> All right, uh, let's try this one out for size. Hold on, he's multitasking. Yeah, he needs to paste uh, the link into our Geeksters Facebook page so you can read along. That's right. Here we go. What Zelda U needs as an open world experience. What? So what does Zelda U need? Of course, the game of Zelda is a very popular game on the Nintendo series of every, you know, and they pretty okay. much have one on. Sure. And uh, um, so this but... one, they're going to make an open world experience instead of just being um, something. Something. Linear. Uh, linear. Thank you. That's what I was, looking for. <laughs> I was lost. Linear is like you need to go over here to do this and then go over here to do that. This is more like a. Hey, look over here. What's over here? Like, right. Kind of like Skyrim where you could stumble across something. Right. So they gave you like 10 things that they're they're focusing on the game for the, the, the open worldness versus the linear part of it. There's going to be a customizable link in this one. So now you can. So kinda... so instead of wearing the green tunic and hat, you can make it wear a red tunic and hat. There you go. Wow. wow. Way, to, way to expand that world, Nintendo. <laughs> what else? Dynamic, interactive. NPCs, non-player characters. Oh, so it won't just be the same two phrases repeated over, over and over, over again. again? Yes. Wow. Welcome to the 21st century, Zelda. <laughs> <laughs> or I'm sorry, Link. What else you got? Explory impact side quests are coming. Okay, so basically side quests. Yep. All right. <laughs> Original dungeons and secret areas. Optional. Optional, sorry. Well, uh, yeah, That's secret areas are optional. That means you can go out, you can search for them or not. Yep. They're, they'll be there, just whether or not you want to take part in it to your own, your own devices. Right. Okay. So far, it sounds like every other fucking open world game I've ever played. <laughs> Except it's Link playing them. Non-linear dungeon progression. Okay, so that basically means that every time you do that dungeon, it'll be different than the first time. Yep. They did that with... Uh, they, it's real popular with the Diablo series. Every time you go do a dungeon, that the layout's different. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right. 
interactive economy. <laughs> so you can go to the New York Stock Exchange. I want these. I want to, how much are these rubies I need, worth? I, I need to. I need to to cash my uh, my rubies in and get some U.S. Yes. dollars. <laughs> well, how much for these two chickens? Is, okay. is it better? Yeah. Is the exchange rate better if I go with euros? So, uh, so what they're saying is basically like you with any gold you get, there'll be like a, a marketplace. It's you know what? They are one step away from going MMO. Yeah. Sounds like it. Because it sounds like, hey, we're going to make it, you know, like we're on multiplayer soon. Yep. You know, especially with the, they're going to, they're testing out the economy with it. Because like, oh, people are trading what they have. Like you could do a side quest and get a special sword and then sell that on eBay or sell that in the market. (laughs) Okay. I got a non-gamer question. Yeah. Okay. So can you, can you literally like, if you get a special sword, can you literally put that up on eBay and, and actually like in real life, sell that or give it to another character in, in uh, EverQuest or world of Warcraft. When you, you have an account and when you're, you can work on a character to get them to the total Mm -hmm. max, you then can take that character and sell that account to somebody to give them that character. Oh, okay. You know that's how that's how like, kind of like the black market war, Warcraft was going. Like you could forge um, a, a sword or come across like a legendary sword and then try to sell it. And then if you're like a lower level player mm-hmm. back in the old days, it didn't matter what level you were, you could be able to wield that sword. Because okay. but now they kind of modified it now where. A sword can only be usable if you're this level mm-hmm. or this kind of instead of it. Uh, like if you're a ranger, like rangers usually use bow and arrows. So hey, you know this legendary bow and arrow can only be used by a ranger, not a fighter. Okay. You know, like a 50 level ranger. Right. I think Diablo three was trying to dabble yes. into it where they had an open market where you could set up on like the system and go. I collected the sword. I I don't want to use and it. And they canceled that now. They they they, they, they canceled they, it. They changed that because they found. It found a lot of people kind of inflating prices. You mm-hmm. know, basically, you know, if you have the opportunity to screw somebody over, you're going to screw somebody over. Yeah. Because there's no real like um, law system. So what they did with Diablo three is they kind of made it more um, your gold. If you're with a party, everyone gets the same amount of gold. If there's like a special weapon, it's going to be everyone gets their own special weapon. Yeah. Now, like, if let's say hypothetically they still had this marketplace in in, in place. Mm-hmm. Let's say I I just I'm starting out and I want to buy your sword. Would I be paying like actual cash, like through PayPal or yes. like go? Okay. Yeah, I mean it depends. Or on the- I mean, would it be possible to? Let's say I had this treasure tre- che- yeah treasure chest of gold. You know, would I be able to say, hey, I'll give you this treasure chest of gold if you give me that sword? You can do that. There's there's definitely like in the auction part. Of Diablo three, you could put a bid in saying, "Hey, I'll give you five thousand gold for mm-hmm. this thing," and then someone will go, "Fuck that! That's that's a level fifty. You can't." But see, with Diablo, you couldn't. Like, let's say the sword was only usable usable by a level thirty five character. Okay, you could still buy it, even though you're a level one character. And but wait, I, you I, would have to wait till level thirty five. Yeah, I was going to say I wouldn't be able to use it till then. Right, and okay. then that's kind of how they tempered it off because before it would have been like. Oh yeah, sure. This sword can be used, even though, like, with one swipe, poof, you're dead. Yeah. Versus, you know, the whole takes three or four hacks. Uh, yeah. All right. I mean, what else today? Was that all ten? Uh, no, there's more. Okay. <clears throat> okay. An interactive atmosphere with explore exploration potential. 
So, so basically, here's a field of nothing, and when we decide to put it downloadable content yeah. that we're going to charge you a season pass for a price, like twenty dollars, we'll throw all that you know that new that new uh, dungeon in there. Yeah. Yeah. And here's one that maybe go. I'm out. Oh boy, what's this one? Complex combat. Oh fuck you! <laughs> how fuck me? No, I'm talking about that. Oh, okay. Like how much? It's, it's fucking Zelda. Because there was there were some games that I played where you had to shoot the grappling, cook, swing across because you were like in a in a in a basically a tower where it was just a, a ridge around it. You had to swing, and he's in the middle, like centerpiece. Yeah. Poor, uh, what's his name? Link. No, not Link. The evil guy. Oh, I don't remember. Ganon. Whatever. It was Ganon. So he, you, you have to swing across, shoot your bow, swing with your sword like three times. You, you had a Wii version, didn't you? No, no, this was on oh. the uh, super, uh, GameCube. Version. Oh, okay. So you had to do all this stuff. So you had to, you had to like basically make sure your tricks and have everything like out in the right like position and do this over and over again. You had to do it like ten times before you can kill him. Right. And it was just, it was like, you would... Well, that's, okay, that's just you being poor, poorly, what do you call, coordinated. <laughs> because, I mean, the I, all the stuff that you just described, you probably found, one of your quests was to get the grappling hook. So they kind of try to kind of tie it all together where you're, like, you're going to need all these things for the right. to fight the bad guy anyway. But that's because it's a linear storyline. You yeah. have to get that to get to the next stage. In an open world, to me, it's like, you know what, just, if you stick with... The problem is with now because of the Wii U, mm-hmm. it'll be motion. You know, you you'll need motion, and it'll probably like when I bought the Wii U, I was actually buying it in preparation for the next Zelda game mm-hmm. because I like the idea of having the map always open in front of me, yeah. So I could kind of look down and go where I go. But when I was playing the last Zelda game, I just realized how fucking boring it is. Which one was that? Um, whichever one of the last Skyrim Sword. Oh yeah. It was just, it's too, it was, okay, maybe that's the reason why they're making all these changes. Too repetitive. Yeah. Too, like... Uh, and then some of the bad guys, you would just, like, kill them and that was it. You're like, oh, I thought this would be more complicated. Right. Or, well, what happens is, is that in, like, 10, 15 seconds, it pops back up again. Yeah. Where you could literally, like, walk off sta- walk off screen to go to the next screen, come back, and that bad guy will just re- respawn that same yeah, bad yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah. So there was no, like, it was just, like... Monotonous and boring, and there was no, there was no real kind of idea of where to go. It was just kind well, of... it was a, there was a lot of back and forth because it was, it was ground level and sky level. Yes. So you had to fly a bird, and then you would have to fly to the next town, which uh-huh. would take like literally like twenty minutes. You're like, really, you can't like just yeah. There's no fast travel. There's no fast travel for this. It's like why you know like every time you have to just keep flying this bird, and you would land, and basically like a lot of times a bird would tire out. And you'd be like, just make it. And right. Like, like, really? Like, this is ridiculous. Yeah. I, I yeah. Because then it's like, because then you go, talk to so-and-so. I'm like, I was just fucking there. Yeah. It's a, like, definitely a lot of, a definitely, definitely a lot of that. <laughs> it was, go over here, and then, oh, well, you need this, and you have to go back to where you started from to talk to that person, get something from them, and then go back to where you were supposed to go to start off with, and then deal with them, and they go, well, before I can give you, thanks for this, but now I need that. <laughs> and would send you, it's like... Fuck you, I don't want to do it now. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, Zelda can fucking rot in that fucking castle yeah, at this I, point. Yeah, that's the only game I haven't finished yet. Yeah. I haven't gone back Lake is just drops his sword and shield and says, Fuck you, Zelda, I'm out of here. This is what, the fifth fucking time I had to save your ass? 
<laughs> yeah. You're getting as bad as Princess fucking Peach. <laughs> <laughs> you and your horn waves gets you in trouble every fucking game. And you come to me for help, and I'm fucking stuck in the fucking friend zone. Do I, does Link ever get any play? No. no. But sure as shit, when you get in trouble with one of your ex-fucking boyfriends, who do you call? Me. And I gotta traipse around the fucking world with a fox in one hand and a flute in the other. <laughs> I gotta talk this shit. Tell me shit. how you really feel. I'm Link. <laughs> you know, I'm traveling the globe. What? I don't know. It's not like I'm getting laid. You're a fucking princess. I'm a schlub. Am I going to become a prince? Huh? What? Am I, we going to get married? We going to hook up? What? <laughs> Don't make me climb on this fucking horse one more time if I ain't getting at least a handy. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Zelda. <laughs> and I'm Link. Zelda's the chick, you fucking morons. Just saying. Sounds bitter. Hey, every you. time you play this game, you, you be bitter too. Yes. It's the same shit. Hey, everything's all fine and dandy. What? Zelda got taken again? They're geniuses because they space out long enough that you don't remember how fucked up it was. And then you go, oh, Zelda's coming out. Yeah. I got to get that. Yeah, because I remember having so much fun. When you start the game, but halfway through, you're like, fuck this shit. I've been hitting this land like three or four fucking times. Ah, and if I keep saying the same thing over to me over and over and over again with that stupid fucking flutey music in the background. And this one, the sword talks to you. Hey! Yes. And it talks to you like, shut the fuck up. I'm like trying to kill somebody here with you. Yeah. Next thing you know, every time that sword started talking, I always thought about the Daffy Duck one where they pull out the sword. And it's the the Bing Crosby, and he's singing the he's the crooner sword, sword, the singing sword. He yeah, that's sing. that's uh, who framed Roger Rabbit. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. Yeah. I always think of that. And I'm like, so basically, Zelda ripped off who framed Roger Rabbit. You know? <laughs> I just, oh. All right, there's two more. Let's go through these real quickly. Overarching cause and effect puzzle solving. What? Okay. So basically, you need to solve a puzzle in order to get further. Right. And if you fuck up the puzzle, something bad happens to you. Right. Uh, okay. I'd and be, the number one. I'd be dead in two minutes. The <laughs> number one reason why there's an open world experience strong, poor narrative. <laughs> yeah. So there you go, folks. Zelda U is going to be an open world experience for everybody. Piss on it and enjoy. Hey, look, it's me, Zelda. <laughs> and I'm Link. No, I'm not Zelda. I'm Link. I'm the guy in green with the fluty hair and the flute, the little arcana. <laughs> look, when I play this tune, the waters open up. When I play this tune, and waters don't go. See? <laughs> now imagine like people go, well, I love this tune. Look, look, I'm walking through the woods. Oh shit, bad guy. <laughs> I now have to fight them. Oh, I win. 
Let me go traipse off again. Gotta fucking get that bitch Zelda. <laughs> Apparently no one else wants to fucking deal with her because it's always my job to get her. I'm tired of this bitch. I'll save you, Zelda. Not! You gonna give up the asshole this time? Suddenly I don't feel so bad about not gaming. I've been doing this for five for twenty-five fucking years. Ain't got touched once. <laughs> oh, I'll save your ass. Whatever. Let me just ride this horse. Look, go fast now. Look at me. Look at this. Look at the eight-bit skyline. Woo! Yeah. Horse is getting tired. Horse is getting tired. Eight-bit skyline. Woo! Yeah. I'll save you, Zelda. Why? Because I'm required by law. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, I drew the short end of the stick again this year. <laughs> Fucking bitch. <laughs> Why do you think I don't talk to you every other... Every, or, or I talk to you every once every two years. Because usually it's like, you need something from me. I need you to save me, Zelda. I need to save me legs, even I get pissed off. I know who I am. I'm Link. But everyone calls me Zelda, now I'm starting to think I'm Zelda. <laughs> Next thing you know, I'm saving myself. At least I know I can get something off me. <laughs> I'll save myself from the castle and jack off. At least I'll feel good about it. I feel like I fucking accomplished something. No, I gotta save Zelda's <laughs> pixelated ass again. And then in three years, she gets kidnapped again. Or, and it's never even kidnapped. She fucking wanders off a lot of the times. <laughs> it's like fucking put a leash on her. <laughs> I'm sorry. You shouldn't be wandering around. You have the tendency to wander off and get your shit in trouble. If that happened in the real world, you'd be, no one would... You'd never go outside. Your parents would have a helmet on you, a little harness, and you'd be tied to the fucking railing. Just wait for chocolate going. Ah, God. You know? Oh my God! The harness broke. Where? Where? Where is Zelda? I don't know. Let's get Link. Kill this fucking stupid. He thinks he's getting some pussy out of it. I'm telling you, Link and Mario should start a support group. For guys who go after princesses and don't get any pussy from it. I'm never going to be able to look at this thing again. I'm going to have to avoid it when I go to con. Hey, it's me, Mario. Hey, Link, what's wrong, what's wrong with you? You know what, Mario? I ain't getting laid. Zelda's off. If I ever had a desire to game, yeah. this will seal it. Because I'm just going to sit there fucking laughing the entire time. Hey. Mario, guess what happened? No, what happened? And Zelda, she fucking wandered off again. Not again. Yes. Now, you know what? Let's do it this time. Mario, how about you save her and I'll save Princess Peach? <laughs> Maybe we'll get laid. Hey, that's a better for me. I don't have to go through pipes. Hey. I don't have to go through a sewage system to fight the dragon with a shell on him. What the hell is that all about? Well, you know what? It's least. I don't have to play the, the play the fucking flute one more time. Wait, I got to play a flute? Yes! You gotta save it yourself. Ah! Fuck! The hell would I hurt? I ain't no pansy. 
You gotta wear it's me, Mario. You know, Mario's like, ah, Link, I don't understand. What's wrong? Mario, they let Zelda loose again. Oh, no, not again. <laughs> yeah, really. Seriously. She just... Helmet and all. Harness. <laughs> just... Helmet, what are wings and all? They were, they were... They were having a picnic. And next thing you know, she saw something fucking shiny in the distance. <laughs> and wandered off. Who the fuck knows where she's at? Oh, wait. This talking bird. <laughs> Here you go. A map, Luigi! <coughs> I'm just saying. I think Link and Mario support group. I don't understand. I don't understand. I go from castle to castle. No pussy. <laughs> yeah, I know what you're saying, Mario. I can't tell you how many times I've traveled cross country Walking, horse, fly, swim. By the time I meet up with this chick, I'm too tired to fuck the first place. Ways, but I don't even get a chance. You know why? Cause I don't get nothing. I can't tell you how many times I had a foot of fucking mushroom. Why don't you just jump on top of it? It doesn't work. I gotta swing my fucking sword, or use my shield, or play that fucking flute. It's not even called a flute. It's called why, why don't you use it? It makes you grow. It makes you bigger. It's called Arcana. What the fuck? I swear that's something somebody just made up. And it's like, do you ever see an episode of Star Trek where Picard Which? gets a little flute at the end? It's oh, like I that. Love that episode. There's a couple episodes like that. It's that episode when he first gets it. You know, he lived the whole life, and next thing you know, there's a box in space. He opens up the box, and there's a flute. That's... I love that episode. I love that episode. That's where I gotta fucking play. You mean the Ocarina? Yes! The Macarena. The Ocarina. The Ocarina time. You play, and he goes back in time. Yes, exactly. Picard doesn't even look manly when he's playing it. <laughs> How the fuck do you think a three-foot elf is gonna look? In green with the with the big ears? Every, people keep going, where's fucking Santa when I walk into the room? <laughs> I walk in, people think it's fucking Christmas. That's, that's what I see when I see you. See? That's what I'm saying. I see Pansy. I'm a man, Mario. Man has needs, and that big Zelda ain't putting out. Well, maybe you should lose the tights. Fuck. I had it up to here with that bitch. Just, you know, there's four or five minutes of this music. <laughs> so, yeah. All right, so yay. Yay on Zelda. <laughs> so there you go. Coming out soon. <laughs> yay! Woo! Ugh. You gonna play it? Huh? You gonna play it? No, I don't have a Wii U anymore. <laughs> I sacrificed my Wii U for a PlayStation 4. There you go. And I don't think I'm gonna buy a Wii U for a long time. Because... <laughs> Having one, there wasn't anything out there, and anything that's out there now isn't really interesting enough to me to, to play. Right, the, like the Zelda, yeah. Again, since I've been a gamer, the Legend of Zelda is twenty-five years old, at least uh, since I think uh, since two thousand eleven. So yeah. it's now twenty-seven years old. Yeah, I was in my twenties. Actually, I was in my early teens, late teens. So yeah, I remember playing Legend of Zelda. You know, Ooh, look at this. I remember kind of going up with all the Zeldas. I didn't play. I didn't have the the Nintendo sixty four, so I never played like uh, Zelda sixty four. Yeah, I, I just I don't know. Uh, Wind I just, Waker. I think that was the Wind Waker. That was on the boat. 
Yeah, yeah that was you would have. <laughs> that was a lot of sailing. Yeah, literally, yeah. like going from play. I, I when I was finished that, I was like, oh, thank God! I just, you know, I was like, I'm done. Like I couldn't take it anymore. Yeah, I just. Uh... All right. Well, what else you got news? At <laughs> my Zelda rant. <laughs> All right. Let's see what this Lucas Museum is in Chicago. Yep, of narrative art. We'll call Chicago home. What's it called? What's the name of this? this narrative this? art, we'll call. Yes. Narrative art? Yeah, that's what it says. N-A-R-R-A-T-I-V. Yeah. Mispronounce it like I always do. No, I'm just going to... Why name it that? Why just... Why just it's call official. It? The Lucas Museum of Narrative Art will reside in Chicago. Oh, okay. So that's the full A name. A few right. cities were campaigning to become home of George Lucas's museum. The, the... Including Los Angeles. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I mean, well, there, it's been a while. Like, there was a big fight of, like, where are we going to put it? And Lucas decided... Now, did he say why Chicago? Yes, his his uh, wife is from Chicago, so that's why... Okay. Nepotism! He got the money to, to do You know that. what? I, to be honest, I'm surprised they didn't put it in England. Because that's where yeah. the Pinewood Studios is, where they, they did air all the movies. Yeah. Like, with the exception of um, the Redwood Forests for the, the third movie. Right. For uh, Return of the Jedi. Yeah. I, I would think... I mean, okay, granted, I mean, I know he's American. I know he has, you know, the compound out there in San Francisco. Lucas, uh, Lucas, look, Lucas Farms or Skywalker Ranch. Skywalker Ranch, that's it. But, I mean, let's face it. The majority of the props and shit are probably there. So why not just, why not just, you know, put it on your own property? Like, <laughs> at this point. I don't want these people in my house. Hey, hey, get off my lawn. Get off my goddamn lawn. No, I'm not shooting the fucking other one. You already told me it sucked. Get the fuck off. Hey, fuck you. Han didn't shoot first. Fuck you. <laughs> Get off my lawn. <clears throat> yeah. I just... Uh, I mean, maybe it's a good idea to put it on the property. Because <laughs> people just be knocking. You fuck the trilogy. Just walk away. <laughs> he walks into the bathroom. Who did it flush? <laughs> yeah, I don't... Yeah. I mean, okay, so Chicago. Yeah, I mean... It's not like you know what between that and the RoboCop statue in Detroit. Good for you guys. You're really becoming the joke of the nation, aren't you? <laughs> I mean, I thought Philadelphia was kind of bad. We had the Rocky statue, but really, RoboCop, <laughs> and no, nobody really wants it either because well, it was in the it was at the vet. Well, they got rid of that actually, and well, no, it actually started in the art museum. Yeah, because that's where it was in the Rocky Three. Well, the people who run the art museum said that that wasn't art; that's a movie prop. Yeah. So then they took it and moved it to the Spectrum. Yeah. Because that's where the that's where the you know first movie ends. Mm-hmm. You know, with the big fights at the Spectrum. Well, then when they started tearing down the Spectrum, or actually before that, I think they had like a committee and they kind of was like, okay, you know what? It is technically art. Who are who are like somebody went? Who are we to decide what's art and what's not art? Like we have we have you know basically. Suits of armor. Yeah. That's not really art. That's history. This is history, a movie history kind of thing. Yeah. And, oh, okay, but we don't want it in the front. We'll put it off to the side. Because <laughs> it's not up the steps. Because it used no, to be. It's, it's like if you go up to the to the stairs where he ran up, it, yeah. it's off to the side a little yeah. in a little alcove. And actually, it kind of works out better because <clears throat> the, the, the last few times I've gone down to the art museum, there's always a line to get your picture taken with it. Right. But so this way it sort of keeps the art, you know, because a lot of people are running up and down the stairs, you know, they're right. working out, whatever. Um, this way it kind of keeps it 
clear so that people aren't like lining up down the middle of the stairs. Right. I, yeah. I mean, I get it, but I'm also kind of like, you know what? Put it right there, right dead center. Him going. Aah! Yeah, more people are going to the army. With yeah. that noise. Yeah. Adrian. So I mean, all right. So it's in Chicago. One day they say it's going to be built. Good question. <laughs> <laughs> Did you at least read the article? No, I didn't read the article. Okay. <laughs> I was, this was a last-minute poll. Okay, the uh, we'll settle on the 17 acres of Chicago's museum campus. All right, the area is already home to the Adler Planetarium, Shedd Aquarium, and Field Museum of Natural History. Lucas Museum is scheduled to open in 2018. There you okay. go. All right, so, I mean... All right, I mean, would you... Okay, big question is, would you make a trip to Chicago to go specifically to that museum? Yes. Erica? No. If I was in Chicago, I would probably stop by and check it out, but I don't know that I would travel there specifically for that It's museum. like people who go to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, I think, or like any kind of sports. Like, I think you... Like Cooperstown? Yeah. I mean, or like... It's not... It's... I don't know. I mean, I kind of... I, I think I got my, I'm on her side of the field as far as like if I'm going to Chicago for something yeah. and I'm in the area, I'd make a stop. Yeah. I can't see myself making a pilgrimage just to go to that museum. I mean, now, no. you said Cooperstown. Cooperstown, I would. But you said Cooperstown. Whoever. <laughs> you said, you know, I would travel to Cooperstown just be, number one, I have family up there. But, but the yeah, fact but see, that, it, that that town is, you know, it is baseball up there, you know. So that, I would go up specifically for that. Same thing, like, if I was going up to Sleepy Hollow, you know, in right. New York, I would I would make a trip for that. But Chicago, from number one, you know, there's there's so many more things to do in Chicago. Deep dish pizza, Ed. Yeah, yeah. Who cares? Yeah. Well, I mean, I it's mean, pizza. <laughs> I would probably I wouldn't be like, oh, I'm just going to go to Chicago for the museum. I'd probably go, oh, there's a con like a Chicago Wizard World opens up, you know, and there's stars yeah, I want to okay. see. Because a lot of times, if you go look at those lists, some of those stars will never come to Philly, or they might come right, in a few right. years yeah. or whatever. This is my chance to go now. I'll go to there, and then you know what? I'm going to spend a day while you're there to go there. Yeah. Well, yeah, but so far we've all admitted that we would go to that museum if we were out there for something else yeah. other than that museum, right? Yeah. Like I'm asking, do you see yourself going, honey? You know where we should go this year? Let's go to the Star Wars Museum. No, no. Right. I, I mean, they'd be like, hey, let's. I don't. I don't think it's going to be that big enough to go. Like. It's going to be all inspiring that you have to go see it. You know, it's not going to be yeah, like a. It probably depends on what they put in it. Could you imagine a life-size Millennium Falcon? See again. That, that would be that, pretty. That's awesome. a reason to go. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and it does say in the article that they're going to be they're going to be bringing in um, pieces from uh, like Norman Rockwell, Maxwell Parrish. Um, People who did art based on Star Wars, or well, no, no. Uh, Norman Rockwell's more known for his Saturday right. Night Post work. Uh, Maxfield Parrish does more. He may have done some stuff. I'm not 100. percent I have a book on Maxfield Parrish, but I haven't really looked through yeah, it recently. Um, but I think it's more the fact that their their style is sort of in line with. Um, you okay? Um, <laughs> what do I down the wrong pipe? Yeah. Uh, That's where you're supposed to hold your my breath when you drink. I try sucking on it. <laughs> you said suck. <laughs> yeah, right there, you're not gonna yeah. pass out. No. Okay. But I think it's just the fact that their their style is very narrative, and it's it's sort of in line with because this is this is what I'm taking away from from what they're they're proposing is the fact that 
It, well, it's, it's, a, it's not going to be Star Wars based. It's telling a story through the artwork. It's not just, oh, here's a pretty still life. Like it, you can look through the image and see the storytelling. And Norman Rockwell and Maxfield Parrish were very, very good for that. So I think that's kind of why why some of those artists are. are it, it's more, I think, illustration. Well, I mean, a few years ago they had a Star Wars exhibit at the Franklin. The Franklin. Museum. Yeah, I yeah. saw that. Yeah. Science of Star Wars. Yeah, Science of Star Wars. Um, and then they a couple. I think it was like a year or two later they did Science right. of Star Trek. Yeah. And this is all like you know stuff that he donates. So I'm sure he's probably still sitting on a mound of shit, you know, of Star Wars related stuff. I mean, but to me it doesn't sound like it's a Star Wars museum. It's like right. I would like. You know what? You walk into a big ass building, and it's wall to wall Star Wars shit, like from conception of the first movie right. to props of the first movie, and then like the Empire Strikes Back, like go through like maybe like a, a bunch of smaller buildings, or take one big giant building and the smaller rooms where you can actually kind of wander through your favorite episode. Like for the people who like episode one. Keep them as fucking far away from episode. (laughs) Keep them as far away from episode five as possible. (laughs) I mean, it would be cool to see a room like a props. You know, you would see like uh, Han's gun and the the crossbow of uh, Chewie and the bag and uh, maybe a fur costume. You know, right or mannequin. Yeah, sure. I mean, that would be pretty badass. And you have a gift shop, and they would have, like, of savers and rows. Of course, and... you have to have the gift shop. Yeah. I mean, you know, call it a Lucas. You know, Lucas has got a lion's pocket somehow now. Yeah. He's got a, you know. Here's the ooh, here's the question. Ah, you know what? I wonder what the deal is. I mean, everything he made for those movies is probably still his. Yeah. He just gave the rights over to Disney. So I wonder if he wants to open up that museum and he has to pay Disney. Because now all those things are... Likenesses rights for Disney. We have special guests outside. Oh, really? It's yeah. good because I was getting ready to wrap up the show. <laughs> <laughs> We're not doing four hours. <laughs> so, I can't believe it. Never mind. All right. So, anyway, you were saying about the Lucas. Uh, yeah, I, I just don't really like. I don't know. I, I couldn't see myself planning a family trip going out there. Well, like I said, if there was something else involved, I think that would be because I mean, how real? How long can you really stay in a museum? You know, like, well, it depends on the size of the museum. And depending, I think, I think when it comes to museums and art museums, you know, like Franklin's too, like any kind of museum, right? It depends on your interest in the art. Like, let's face it, every fucking nerd and geek that's going to be mecca. Yeah. It's going to be like you're just going to see people in fucking robes and candles kneeling before the <laughs> idol of, of Lucas. Yeah, I can just see Lucas kind of standing there with this inquisitive look on his face, like looking up into the stars with this skull, like, hmm, there's a story out there. And a bunch of like robed up nerds going, Lucas, Lucas, Lucas. You know, it's it's gonna be that, and you wander around. And you, you know, this here art tradition was once designed in 1975. It's based on this thing from 1940. <laughs> like everybody, like what do you mean you don't know that C3PO is designed after the Metropolis robot? What are you nerd? <laughs> everybody knows that. <laughs> You didn't know that. Did you? No, I didn't know that. Ah, ah, look at me pulling out obscure <laughs> shit. 
the movie Metropolis. Yeah, I know and exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. A robot. Yeah. That's where he got the idea for Supio. <laughs> Oh, look at me whipping out my geek dick. Nerd. What up? Hold on. <laughs> Metropolis. <laughs> Did you see Metropolis? No. Okay. <laughs> I know this history. I, I saw it on Blu-ray and I was half tempted to buy it. Yeah. But I, I never really heard good or bad things about it. I mean, I thought it, it was visionary for its time. Yeah. Just not like... Oh, I've seen parts of it. Yeah, which yeah. It? it was It was interesting, I'll tell you that much. But it's a very old movie. I mean, it's right. like, like the 1920s, well, like I think. It's like Nosferatu. Yeah. Know, like the whole silent movie era. Yeah. <laughs> There's no fanfare. Like, woo! Yeah, I just don't... I... I yeah, I mean... I can I mean, just... I mean, though, if, if you saw Chicago Comic Con, there were some guests that you would want to see, you would probably go for that. And then... Good know. job stretching. Yeah. All right. Hi. Hey. Hi. Hi. Who, who's coming in? All right. So here we have my sister, Dr. Hillman. What's up, Doc? Who's been on, <laughs> <laughs> He's been been on the show a couple times. That one. <laughs> my brother-in-law, Chris, and my nephew, Ari. Hello. Hi. Put the headphones on, Ari. No. What? Put them on. Okay, Ed, watch the languages of child in here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. The You're telling too me? Cute. <laughs> That's the joke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just, I really don't see, like, I don't know. I mean, it'd be kind of cool. But if you saw a commercial for it and it gave you like the life walk through the life size Millennium Falcon, you're like, oh, oh man, oh, if there's a life size Millennium Falcon, screw you, I'm, I'm packing up the kids and moving there. <laughs> I'm gonna be the homeless guy in the, in the room going, Lucas. Lucas. <laughs> He's going to move into the Millennium Falcon. You know, JJ was built a replica of it. Yeah, I know. Oh, okay. I, this right. dude, I know. I'm just making sure. I have, because that's where the whole leaked leak photo. Yeah. And then he made the thing, please. I don't know who's been saying there's the Millennium Falcons in this movie, and it's a note attached to the chessboard. <laughs> yeah, did you see that picture? No. <sighs> you, see, you, you, so you only have no articles. Yeah, that's right. God. <laughs> that's my life story. Yeah, I mean, I would you'd find me in those little false, you know, <laughs> since it's a smuggling ship, you would actually have to move a floorboard, and there I am. Nothing to see here, boy. <laughs> Who turned on the light? This isn't the dark you're looking for. <laughs> Go. Aries made himself comfortable. Yeah. All right. Has that very scared look? Like I don't know what's going on. He can hear everything, can you? He probably can hear everything. Want to say hi? <laughs> nope. Nope. Oh, he said hi. I want to be in the show. Yeah? What are you doing? Did he say I want to be in the show? <laughs> there we go. There we go. Here, say, sit on Aunt Erica's lap. Come on. Say hi. 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 <laughs> Forget out of here. <laughs> that might be all we get. <laughs> I'm just turning it down. Sounds like he's eating it. <laughs> Someone came hungry. <laughs> well, technically he did. Lux, here. Give me. Oh, I got you it. You got it? I got it. <laughs> Pictures to be yeah. uploaded to Facebook later. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Like I said, maybe I would go. Like, if I had family and we were in the area. Yeah, you know why You'd not. You'd do it. Yeah. I don't know if I could actually make like a full trip. Like that with the mic. You know. <laughs> you know any other news, Ed? 
That's it for me for Nerd News. Really? You got yeah. nothing? Nothing. That's it. All right. You guys came just in time. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, we usually go to like 1030, almost 11. Oh, and she was like, wait, you guys are wrapping up? I'm like, yeah, it was a thin week on news. <laughs> so what'd you talk about in your segment? We talked about the face transplants. Ah, okay. That's cool. I didn't read the article. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Join the club. I don't read the articles. Yeah. <laughs> well, you guys aren't supposed to. I was hoping she would be yeah, here in time. We don't for the even article. read them after you post it. <laughs> it was well, the question really was: Would you would you um, basically put yourself up to have your face taken off your body and for donation? No. My my face is weird enough without being plastered onto someone well, else's skull. Right, and that's kind of <laughs> like yeah, what about you? Well, the problem is you'd have to, like, when you donate, you can actually specify which organs not to donate. So you could go on and say, hey, I don't want to donate my eyes, and then you're kind of SOL, because if you donate the face and no eyes, wouldn't that be... Well, yeah, but I mean, the, to well, me, I, the person probably well, see, has I always kind of thought it more was like, you know, do the old dotted line around yeah. your cheeks, and then every, they just kind of go whoosh, off your face, and it's like you still have, you know... Your eyes would still be your eyes. It's just my face, kind of like plastered on Ed's face. I, mean, I wouldn't look. I wouldn't look exactly <laughs> like Ed because it would be his muscular muscular structure plastered across his face. It would be a weird amalgam of me and him. You know, that kind yeah, of deal. that I I could see doing that <laughs> you if know, you donate full body. I could see doing that. But would you do it? I yeah. I would. Really? Yeah. There's enough doppelgangers kind of, out there that, you kind know. Kind of noble one. Okay, but yeah. you, There's a bunch of doppelgangers out there that would be really make a difference, I don't think. But would you would you accept the face transplant? Like, say something happens. I don't think you. I would accept one because the problem is, like, what? I, I would kind of look like the other person, so therefore I could be in quite some awkward situations. See, that's right. Okay. All right. All right. Oh, you have a son? I thought you were dead. You owe me money. <laughs> Your son is six years old now. But it's not me. Dad? <laughs> no. 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 I'd, I'd, I'd have a, I'd, I'd have a, uh, an arsenic and old lace type of thing going on. <laughs> yeah, to go back to that, I don't think I could. No, my face is mine. Screw you. <laughs> again, again, I just not a white person. They can have my face, just can't be a white person. Any other race? It's being edgy. Any other race but white. <laughs> I'm racist. No whites allowed. <laughs> Way to take a stand, Ed. <laughs> now the question is, would it be weird if it was an age limit? So like what happens oh, if like you transplant your face with like a kid's that's body? Take my face, That's a good one. Well, I, I would probably have to be like a. Teen. Well, actually, if it's wrinkly, it'd work out because you could stretch it out yeah, further. <laughs> well, I mean, you I get more skin. All right, <laughs> you stretch it around the back. Well, the okay, hold on, hold on. <laughs> if you're like younger, yeah. and something happens, and you donate your face, and some you know old white lady who's rich gets this is now her facelift. 
You look like a dude. Either either way, she has to put the lotion in the bucket. That's right. Isn't that like the question? You know how they do skin grafts? Can you just take part of an old person's face and stretch it out? (laughs) I had burns. I had burns over 90% of my body. All Uh I needed was Uh a face. I just came up up with a genius idea. Oh, jeez. Black market faces. (laughs) (laughs) Right? You you got to make sure your birth is just right. Wait, so you you wake up all night, you wake up face down in a a bathtub full of ice. We sell older people's faces to underage kids so they can buy beer and get into clubs. That's a fortune. Millions, Ed. I'm talking millions. But they'll and, never get but, laid again. But no, no, no. We, we they got it. beer. Why do they care? Thin Velcro. <laughs> it's like a, like a thin Velcro lace. So all you do is you go... You put it on. Yeah. Fireworks. Oh. Yeah, you put it on, you know, it's all like, or like spirit gum. <laughs> you know, it looks professional. Excuse me, um, your face is <laughs> sliding it's off. Like, my face is Oh my God, I'm having a stroke. Good guy, I have my beer plate. Oh, wait, I'm the only one here who's seen Repo the Genetic Opera. I'm the only oh, one who's not. Oh, I have. Oh, you have. Yeah. Yeah. The scene where, where um, yeah. April, where yeah, Amber Sweet's face falls can, off. Can you please give me my beer plate before I stroke out? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just... Just take. Wow. I need cigarettes. You look thirty. Here you go. Like, walk out. It'd be, or pull it off like uh, Mission Impossible. <laughs> you know. <laughs> it would add a new level to crime. You know that whole. What would that division be called, though? Mask. <laughs> Massive attack. Criminal. Cases with a K. Because <laughs> we're hip and edgy. <laughs> Mac. Mac. Mac? No, it's a criminal. Criminal. Criminal cases. We need an S. M A S K. Massive um, syndicated crimes. Masquerading as seniors. Crimes. 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 <laughs> there you go. Mask. <laughs> Welcome to Mask. Your mission, if you choose to accept it, is Steve has posed as Lou, an 85-year-old man. He entered into this bank, robbed it, and then left. (laughs) It'd be genius. We could be God, the godfathers of facial, uh, facial crimes. Okay, now do it as law and order. <laughs> you get, all you gotta do is just add that. Doom, doom. Anyway. That's pretty much it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, crime was committed down in the bank. Doom, doom. <laughs> all, all you gotta do is find a decent relative, and you can you can take you can commit a crime, <coughs> take their face, put uh, it on somebody else. What are you it's doing? The ultimate fall guy. It's uh, Ed, working on ultimate funny. Fall guy. On what? Wait, give give him room. Give him room. <laughs> Step back. Let's take too long. I can hear it. Okay. This is a long theme song. Jeez. Let me just fast forward this a little bit. It's an old mass TV show. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. All right. All right, moving on. 
I would have gone with like cleats, the mask which you carry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think hip. Hip, hip, hip. I was thinking nerd. Gotcha. All right, so we wrap this puppy up. Sounds good to me. Sorry. Uh, you know, kind of. I mean, actually, technically, we started at what, six? Yeah. Yeah. We did go three and a half hours. Yeah. So there you go. Say nice. hi. Say hi. Eat the mic, Gary. Eat the mic. <laughs> Say hi. Say hi to everybody. Eh. Go, hey. Close enough. <laughs> He's the most articulate one out of us. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we need on this show, a two-year-old. That. That's why you're you. All right, so um, again, I am your host, Sean. I'm your host, Ed. And I'm your co-host, Erica. Um, we're listening to us here. I don't know. That's what I'm doing now. <laughs> See? You're, you're stifling my creativity. <laughs> Get that kid out of here. <laughs> I'll just go change his diaper now. <laughs> Be sure to catch us live every Sunday night from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern Time on AquanetRadio.com. Tune in. iHeartRadio or iTunes Radio. Just search Aquanet Radio on those apps. But if you want to contact Sean on anything you've talked about, you can contact at Sean at WordsWithGeeks.com. Or you can contact Erica at Erica at WordsWithGeeks.com. Or you can contact Ed at Ed at WordsWithGeeks.com. Don't forget, I can handle it from here on in. Right? <laughs> I'm back on track. Don't forget to go to our Facebook page at Geeksters and like us. Or you can go to WordsWithGeeks.com to download past, present, and future episodes. As well as download it through iTunes. Or, since you're perusing our Facebook page anyway, just go to our About Us. And you'll find a list of where you can find us. Yes. And, just so you know... There will be a special podcast coming out this week because Ed and I have received tickets to go see the 17 minutes of Guardians of the Galaxy that Monday night. And we are going to talk about it yeah, and, and hopefully get fan so reactions. Pissed. So if you're in the, the Chamonix in the Northeast in Philadelphia and you're going up to see it on Monday night, come find us. We're going to record your reactions so we can play it on air. Yep. And I'm so disappointed I'm not going to be there. <laughs> So on that note, kids, we'll see you next week and have a nice week. Peace out. All right, kids, and we're back. We hope you enjoyed that portion of the show. Hope you laughed along with us. Yeah, or laughed at us. Well, either way, as long as you're laughing. <laughs> God, I hate that phrase. <laughs> so, um, again, if you have any questions or comments... Uh, save it till the end. <laughs> uh, but if you want to catch us live, we are on live from Sunday nights from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on AquanetRadio.com, iTunes Radio, TuneIn, or iHeartRadio. Just search for Aquanet Radio in those apps. Also go to our WordsWeekGeeks.com page to download past, present, and future episodes if you aren't already. Or click on the About Us and you can find out where else we are in social media. Um, go to our Facebook page, Geeksters and Like Us. Follow us on Twitter. And if you have any questions about anything, like, again, if you want to know if I'm really that funny on air or in person, or is it all just an act? Am I really psychotic? You know, <laughs> or if you want to ask Ed, what's it like sitting across from a guy who's super talented? <laughs> <laughs> or if you want to ask Erica out on a date, here's the following... Uh, Here's our following emails. If you want to contact Ed, 
You can contact him at at, at wordswithgeeks.com. Or you can contact Sean at Sean at wordswithgeeks.com. You listen to theme people? If you do, if you want to contact Erica, you can contact her at Erica at wordswithgeeks.com. Everybody say it. At wordswithgeeks.com. And that's Erica with a K. (laughs) (laughs) So tune in next week. Actually, well, yeah, tune in next week. I was going to make an announcement, but that's going to be coming up later. Yes. So, yeah. So see you next week, folks. See you next week. That's all, folks. That was wonderful. Bravo. I loved that. Oh, it was great. Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good, It could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. It was terrible. Get him away. Hey, boo. Boo.